Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the spirit. What a blessing to come to you today in preparation day here from the land of Israel. Um, just want to take a moment where we can uh, just get on and share. I didn't get to share with you last week. As many of you know, I'm in a writing project right now, just trying to get this uh, book finished uh, for equipping people in evangelism and uh, just a program that people can work with uh, to just really ignite a fire of what it truly takes to be a witness for Yeshua, for Jesus. Anyway, I want to talk to you today about Holy Spirit fire starters, you know, that the fields are ripe unto harvest. Listen, we are all called to be Holy Spirit fire starters. And we think about what's going on today, and we hear of uh, outpourings, some call revivals and things happening in different parts of the world. We've got uh, uh, an event that's going on in one of the, or a few of the universities in the USA. We talked about it on our uh, Zoom call last week. And, you know, look, praise the name of Yeshua. Anything that is encouraging people to be on fire for Yehovah, that's good. But yes, we need leadership. We need uh, uh, leaders. And what's the purpose of leaders? Leaders help facilitate and bring correction where things are happening out of line. And let me tell you something, when there's outpourings of the Spirit, everything gets messy. Every, a lot of the times it's out of control. And you know what? You've just got to realize that's just okay. It's just the way it is. You're going to have good along with the bad. And it is encouraging to see people set on fire. But anyway, I want to share a few verses with you and just spend a little bit of time in the Word and uh, just uh, um, uh, respond to, you know, a few uh, statements of what's out there concerning revival and outpouring of the Spirit of what's happening in different parts of the world today. So, Father, thank you for this time. Thank you, Father, that you have empowered us by the Spirit, that you have called us to be on fire. Father, you have called us to be those who are carrying your presence, ministering your love, and bringing change to this generation. I thank you, Father, that it's no secret that the fields are ripe unto harvest. I thank you, Father, that this is the best day to be alive, that even when things look dark all around us, it's not time to be depressed. It's not time to be discouraged. It's time to realize that this is the opportune time for a mighty outpouring of your Spirit. So we just want to come together and rejoice, lift up your name, and just proclaim your Lordship over our lives and and knowing that if you be for us, who can be against us? But more than anything, Father, we don't come with an agenda of what we want, but we come to lay our lifestyle before you, and we ask you to have your way amongst us. We ask you to move by the power of your Spirit. Father, I pray for a Holy Spirit fire to be released over each and every one of us right now, that you will bring us to that place where we will have this realization. You know what? We are called to be fire starters. Every single believer, everyone who is filled with the Holy Spirit, you are called to start fires. So, Father, will you wake us up to the revelation of who we are? Will you wake us up to the revelation of what you have done in our lives? And, Father, just take away any... Uh, 
judgmental spirits or or anything that would cause us to hinder, to quench your spirit. Get it away from us so that we can be focused on you in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Well, listen, I want to open up for with a, a verse in John chapter 4. And uh, it talks about the food that the that Yeshua brings, okay? And it's uh, it's an interesting statement that says when, when they're coming, you know, what food uh, should we eat? The disciples, they said to each other, could someone have brought him food? And this is what he said, you know, this is the, the, the woman um, in Samaria that he's speaking with. And they're away looking for food. And, you know, they're like, well, you know, have you eaten? And what's Yeshua saying? He says, listen, there's a food that I'm taking. He says, my food, said Yeshua, verse 34, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Oh, I want to just put a prophetic release out there that we will be empowered by the Ruach HaKodesh, by the Holy Spirit. What is Yeshua's food? What should I, what food should be my food? Yeshua said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. But let me tell you something. Today, that food that Yeshua said to his disciples, you know nothing about, well, we know everything about right now. We know that we are called to partake in the very presence of Yehovah. We've got to partake of him. We have to eat of his flesh, drink of his flesh, and we're not even worthy to be part of him. He says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Hear the word of Yehovah. This is the food Yeshua is talking about. What is it? To do the will of him who sent him. Well, he has sent us. Yeshua said, I've given you the commission. Go into the world, preach the gospel, make disciples of all nations, cast out devils, heal the sick, baptize. Come on. Disciple, teach, train people in the way that they should go. That is the calling. That's the food that we are meant to be partaking of. And what does he say in verse 35? Um, do, uh, don't you have a saying, it's still four months until the harvest. I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe unto harvest. Even now, the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Hallelujah. Some are called to sow. Some are called to reap. Thus the saying, one sows, the other reaps is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work and you have reaped the benefit of their labor. Thank you, Father. We stand on the promises. So anyway, what food should we be partaking of? What should we be filling our lives with. We should be filling our lives with the understanding of how to be on track with the will of Yahovah. How do we be on track for the will of God? How are we pursuing the will? Are we understanding what job has to be finished? What is the job that God wants to do in the earth today? And what does he want to do through us with the great commission? I want you to get the revelation today that you are born for such a time as this. We are Holy Spirit fire starters in Yeshua's name. So come on, 
rise up. You know, there's many people racing off to different revivals that are happening in different parts of the world because they're just trying to get something. They're just trying to get that ignition. They're trying to be lit up in the spirit and praise Yehovah. Let me tell you something. There's people, it doesn't matter about denomination, it doesn't matter about your belief system, it doesn't matter if you follow Torah, understand walking in Torah or not. Let me tell you, you know, when you have an encounter with the living God, he supernaturally changes your life. And he doesn't tell you, well, now you've got to be part of this denomination or that denomination or this way of understanding. Let me tell you something. He says, listen, you need to be a disciple of the spirit. You need to get this word, get the word and hide it within our hearts. Hallelujah. Salvation. Salvation. God wants to bring salvation, bring deliverance. You know, we are uh, in the last month of the biblical year and we'll be coming up for uh, Passover shortly. And what we've got to understand is all the places in the scripture that are concerning Yeshua. And, uh, you know, if we just go back into the, the, the book of uh, Luke, you know, we've got that road to Arnaeus, Arnaeus and things that's happening. And, you know, what did Yeshua uh, do for them? Hold on. Let me just find the scripture here. When he was speaking with them and they were walking away, Yeshua went in pursuit after them to bring the word to them. Listen, we're meant to be people going out, taking the word of Yahovah to the broken hearted, not setting up systems where people are having to come to us uh, to receive. Let me tell you something. What's happening in these revivals and these universities is powerful and a blessing. Why? Because young people are waking up to the realization that they need more of God, that they're recognizing that they're out of step with God. But, you know, what is biblical revival? Well, we don't really have um, this, the scripture verses for revival, but what we do understand, the outpourings of the Spirit and the things that took place. Look at what happened at the day of Pentecost. It was incredible. 3,000 were added to their number uh, just on that one day, confirming, you know, the, the, the turnaround, the transformation of the sin of the golden calf because of the work of Yeshua and what he did on the cross. We've got to understand where Yeshua is within the Torah. And that's what it says here in, in this verse here in the road to Amnias. After Jesus, Yeshua had risen from the dead, these two disciples are walking away. He walks along with them. He spends time with them. And, you know, he's fellowshipping with them. And they're like, man, don't you know what's going on? Uh, don't you know what's happening in this city? And Yeshua's like, well, what things are happening? He's like, yeah, you know, about Yeshua of Nazareth. He, he was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. Verse 19. They're talking about him in past tense because he had been dead for three days. But this was the third day. He has risen from the dead. And what are we called to be? Holy Spirit fire starters. We are called to be sent and to go in the name of Yehovah and start fires. And it's great when you see moves happen where people want to be in the presence of God and don't want to go home. And that's good. But the sustain, what is the definition of a sustaining revival or a sustaining outpouring? It doesn't mean that it's happening 24-7 in a building. 
It means that people are receiving from God and they're going in the authority and the power of him. Look at the Welsh revival. You know, they all didn't stop work. Um, all of the entertainment, all of the pubs, the crime, all those things, they all stopped. But the people still went to work. They still had to go to their job. Yeah, they'd be in prayer meetings all night. Then they'd be supernaturally transported from the prayer meeting to the pit to go work for the day. So just because there's a mighty outpouring of the Spirit, it doesn't mean every aspect of life has to stop around us. But what is the significance of what happens in these revivals that we have seen of the past? The significance is that they're convicted of their sins. They're transformed. They're just supernaturally transformed. You know, they're walking away from God and realizing, you know what? I need Jesus. And in many revivals, they're waking up to that realization that they need Yeshua, Jesus. And no one's even preached to them. And they're coming to faith. You know, that's the revivals that I'm looking for. So what we are seeing in these universities is uh, more of an outpouring of the Spirit uh, than it is what I would classify as a revival. You know, it's, it doesn't matter about who's leading it, what's happening. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, people complaining about things that are happening at these events because of open mics and the different types of um, you know, uh, what's the word, uh, wolf ministries uh, that are amongst the sheep that are going to come along and try, try and hijack these things. You know, we see it all the time. Look at some of the messy revivals we've seen of the past being filled with the Kindalini, the false anointings, the Toronto blessing, the Brownsville revival. All of these things came with so much filthy, dirty water, uh, you know, bringing in false spirits and, you know, all sorts of crazy stuff, you know, the Lakeland revival and stuff like that, you know, but it doesn't mean people didn't get touched at it. It doesn't mean people didn't get saved, get transformed. So if they're not against us, then they're for us. That's what Yeshua said. So we've got to learn, instead of just coming against everything, just pray, Father, do a, a good work in the hearts of the people. And, you know, I, I've taught for many years about desperation. If you're out of the will of God, be desperate for him. But if we are walking in fellowship with God, you are not called to be in a place of desperation. So if you're walking in fellowship with God, stop singing songs about desperation, about trying to get close to him. Listen, if you're walking with him, you're not in a place of desperation. We should be united in the presence of Yehovah. So what does Yeshua say in verse 25 uh, of uh, Luke chapter 24? How foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses, the book of the Torah, the law, and all of the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. It's all about Yeshua. So listen, if people are coming to faith in Yeshua, then, you know, let's give glory to God. Let's not spend all of our time becoming, you know, a thorn in the flesh, right? You know, what do we know about thorns? You know, thorns are the fruit of sinful man. You know, the reason why Yeshua had the thorn 
the forms around his, as a crown around his head, is because after the fall of man in the garden, what did God say? You know, forms will come forth, thistles will come forth, and um, they will choke up the good seed. You're going to have to toil, work with your hands. Why? Because the ground is cursed. It's come out of the curse. And we are called to walk in the blessing of Yahovah. So what does the Father want us to do? He wants us to recognize, don't say four months and then the harvest. Don't say that. He says, I tell you, in John 4, 35, I, t I tell you, lift up your eyes and see the fields are ripe unto harvest. So what are we called to be? We are called to be fire, Holy Spirit, fire starters. That's what we are called to be. The fields are ripe. You know, news alert. The fields are ripe unto harvest. This is why, as a ministry, our focus is to be a mission agency to train and equip people and release people into communities who will be fire starters, bringing the glory of God into those communities. And what what is the the focus of what we have to do in those places? We are called uh, to be those who make disciples. And how do we disciple people? We teach them on the importance of the Holy Spirit and having the Holy Spirit within our lives. You know, many people think that just because there's a move that's happening, it's all about sensationalism. And there's a lot of sensationalism out there. There's a lot of marketing, a lot of things going on. There's a lot of media drive that gets people uh, showing up at different locations. And that can be good and it also can be bad as well. But, you know, what are we meant to be? We're meant to be people who recognize and provide room for the Holy Spirit to move. So even if something uh, has been birthed out of desperation because the Holy Spirit starting to minister to some young people, hallelujah, let them be supernaturally transformed. Let's not mock them. Yes, there's going to be stuff coming along that we don't like, but that's okay. Let's just say, Father, have your way in the midst of this. Just pray against the wolves. Pray against all of the uh, the crazy stuff that it doesn't come there, that it doesn't get filled with there. And you know what? You might not even be able to stop a lot of those diversions. But out of all of it, Father, will you do a work? Will you minister into people's hearts? Will you bring transformation by the Spirit? So the fields are ripe, you know? So we've got to get to that place where, in John chapter 1, verse 12, it says, um, but to all who did not receive him, uh, to all who, who did receive him, sorry, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of Elohim. And this is what we want to get to. We want to get to that place where we receive the rights of who we are in the spirit. We've been given the right because we have received Yeshua to become children of Elohim. Hallelujah. Receive the rights of who you are so that we can be Holy Spirit fire starters for such a time as this. So anyway, it's preparation day. We're getting ready for the Sabbath. And you know what? Let's rejoice. I'm writing this week. I'm enjoying uh, working on, uh, you know, how we empower people to be effective in their witness 
And listen, many people have lost touch with their salvation. They've lost touch with the foundation of what the Holy Spirit has done in them. And I want to encourage you, if you're in that place, you don't have to get on a plane, fly halfway around the world just to get to a building where there's people who are worshiping. You can invite the presence of God right where you are. You can receive the outpouring of the Holy Spirit right where you are. You know, from one fire starter to another fire starter. Listen, let the Holy Spirit fill your life right now. Are you out of touch with God? Are you living in sin? Are you separated from him? Are you bringing in that leavened bread instead of partaking from the unleavened? Then repent of your sin. Get yourself back in line with God and watch what he will do for you. You know, what did it say back in Leviticus to those who ate leavened bread during the feast of uh, unleavened bread? What did he say? He says, you eat that, un that leavened bread, you're going to be uh, uh, have a death sentence and be kicked out of the community of believers. Why? Because God does not tolerate sin. We've got to get rid of sin. We need the blood of Yeshua washing over us so that we can walk in his ways. We need to understand what it truly means to be unleavened. Stop bringing Egypt into your kingdom experience. So you want to be a Holy Spirit fire uh, starter, then the place that the Father needs to get us to is that place where we are in pursuit of him and pursuit of his presence. So my encouragement to you is to receive Yeshua, to believe in his name and receive the right to become children of Elohim. And we can be Holy Spirit fire stars. So, so yeah, it's good to talk about what God's doing in other places. But let me ask a question. What's he doing in your heart? What's he doing in your space? Is he able to flow and bring transformation to those around you? Are we inspiring others to be on fire for God? Are we equipping others? So it's not how long is the meeting. Let me tell you something. If you receive the fire of the Spirit, don't stay in some meeting for the next three months, but take that anointing, take that fire and go to your family, go to your community and minister. How do you think the gospel went from Jerusalem, Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth? Because the people got filled, empowered by the Spirit and they took that which they had received and they ran with it to minister to this generation. So, what are we doing with the generation we have today? If you're alive today, listen, I'm not, I have not been losing time with sharing the gospel. I've ministered the gospel to millions of people around the nations of the world. I've traveled on flights. I've traveled on boats. I've driven over lands. Whatever it takes to get the gospel of the kingdom out there, that's what we're called to do. Listen. If you want to be a fire starter, I might not be out on the mission field in the U.S. right now. But if God's called you to be a pastor of the park, if you ever want a time when you need to take a tent and some signs and prayer tents and get out into your community, it's right now. Why don't you send me a message? Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com or bulldozerfaith at gmail.com. 
send us a message. Say, I am ready to go into my community. And let me tell you something. We are here to pray for you. We're here to stand with you so that you can make a difference within your community for Yeshua. So what's the question today as we get ready in preparation for the Sabbath? Right here in Israel, we just got a few hours to go till we walk into the Sabbath. I don't know what time zone you're walking, you're, you're living in right now, but let me tell you something. Maybe you're in the Sabbath already if you're listening from down under. Be a Holy Spirit fire starter. Don't wait for someone else. Get in the presence of Yehovah. Be filled. Be empowered. That's the Holy Spirit. Give me a word. Impart to me, Father, so that I can impart to others. And as we do that, we're going to see supernatural transformation. We need to be filled with the Spirit. Are you empowered by the Spirit? Do you know what it is to speak in tongues, to pray in the Spirit? Do you know what it is to lay hands on the sick? They shall recover in Yeshua's name. We are called to go in the mighty name of Yeshua. So let's work together. You know, if you're blessed and encouraged with this ministry, let me tell you something. We are completely underfunded in the things that we we are doing. Listen, if we had more money, what could we do? We could go further, but we just go anyway. It doesn't matter what's in the bank. We go anyway. We sacrifice everything to make sure that we are still a people on the go, starting fires in the mighty name of Yeshua. But maybe you want to take a moment and sow into bulldozer faith because we are a mission agency. We are releasing other fire starters to make a difference. Stand with us to set a thousand locations across North America and also to equip people in the nations. Help us with our outreach ministry here in Israel. You can sow a seed today as you're getting ready for Sabbath. You go at bulldozerfaith.com or look at the feed you're on right now. You'll see a link on how you can give cash app or, or through credit card or bank transfer, however you want to give in whatever country you're watching. Support the work of mission to fire start for the kingdom of God. That's the day we're living in. Why? Listen, it's not a secret. It's not a secret that the fields are ripe on the harvest. The problem is the workers are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send forth the workers into the harvest field. So that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to stand in that place and we're going to pray for the Lord of the harvest to send forth his workers into his harvest field. Father, I pray right now that you ignite your spirit within our life so that we are effective for your kingdom. But more than anything, Father, will you send forth workers into your harvest field? Can we raise up an army of fire starters by the Holy Spirit to go and bring change to their communities, to bring change to different parts of the world? Father, I thank you that one will send a thousand to fly but to 10,000. And I ask you to raise us up as a vast army to be effective for the kingdom. So it's not about the event. It's not about the show. It's about the goal. And that's where we need to be. So Father, we call on you right now. Align our lives to be more effective for your kingdom. Align our lives to be more empowered by your spirit. Speak forth your word 
directly into our hearts. Give us a living word today of action in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the message today. I pray that this just fires you up, uh, just encourages you that when we hear of moves of the Spirit happening around us. Listen, if people are getting hungry for God, they're not hungry for the devil. They're hungering after righteousness. So, so be careful what we mock. Be careful what you pull down. Listen, I don't care about all the doctrines and the stuff that's going on around it. Why? Because people are receiving and then they're going. But let, let's just pray that people get discipled. That's the responsibility of the elders of the body of Messiah. That might be your responsibility. That might be my responsibility. How am I training people up, raising people up to know the scriptures, to understand how to be solid, how to avoid uh, you know, uh, pitfalls, how to avoid false anointings, how to recognize lying spirits. You know, we need the teaching. We need the fivefold ministry to serve the body of Messiah in the midst of outpourings. <laughs> Come on, in the midst of revival. That's what we need. So let's not mock what's going on in a, a certain location, but let's give glory to Yehovah and let's look at how we connect and attach to others and train and equip them for the gospel of the kingdom. All right, well, listen, go get ready for Sabbath. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. Keep us in prayer, especially as I'm writing right now. And just remember what I said. We are completely underfunded for the things that we do, but we do it anyway. But what would happen if the, if the funds were supernaturally released into our ministry? What would we do if we had a million dollars in the bank? We would bring supernatural change to even more environments, even more places. We could give, we could support others, we could pour into others. We're a non-profit and that's what we are here for. We are here to be a portal of the blessings of Yehovah to make a difference for this generation. Thanks for standing with us. Thanks for praying with us. And know this, I am praying for you too. Until next time, shalom, shalom.